Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. going on dmv you know who it is youngest in charge movement Linnell willingham here with you live and local on 106.7 the fan and always streaming live nationally on the free odyssey app ride with me and i'll take you up to 10 o'clock before we hand things over to the jr sport brief it's a funky friday night edition here of overtime we'll have a couple of guests stop by the program before we get out of here, as usual, coming up 8.15, about Kevin Sheehan, the co-host of the Kevin Sheehan Show, weekdays 10 to 1 over on our sister station, the Team 980. We'll discuss with Kevin what the hell happened last night with the burgundy and gold, and you all know that's probably what we're going to spend the majority of these three and a half hours talking about. Washington falling 40 to 20 at the hands of the Chicago Bears. It drops the record to 2 and 3 on the season. And let's just rip the band-aid off now. Let's 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 cut the crap, right? Last night, in prime time, at home, in front of a sellout crowd, the Washington Commanders were embarrassed. Just call it what it is. Last night was embarrassing. I don't give a damn that they came back in the second half and that it was competitive for a portion of the fourth quarter. Miss me with all of that. That is loser mentality. Same way that it was loser mentality for us to be walking around with our chest puffed out over a moral victory over Philadelphia this past Sunday. I'm glad last night happened. And I've had a lot of time to go back and forth and try to dissect how I feel about what I watched for 60 minutes last night. I'm happy it happened. Seriously, because I think the team, hopefully, is better off in the long run because of it. You can't cheat this game. You just can't. It's one of the most special professional sports in all of the world. The National Football League, the game of football in itself, is so unique because it takes all 53 guys 
and the coaching staff being on one accord. And anytime, anytime you show signs of cracks in your armor, so to speak, anytime there's little holes being punctured in your floaty, you're going to drown. And last night, in front of a national audience, the Washington Commanders drowned. I've been watching this team since 2005 and actually knowing what the hell I'm talking about. Thankfully, you all listen to me anytime I'm on these airways. I go by the youngest in charge movement. And I take pride in that, man, because I feel like I speak for a sector of this fan base that for a long time has been underrepresented. Sports Talk Radio, we're in D.C. It's top 10 market. Big fish. Big pond, so to speak, right? So it's rare. It's rare that someone of my age, my sector of the fan base, gets an opportunity to have a platform to express how the hell they feel about what goes on with this football team. Like I said, I've been watching this game and knowing what the hell I've been talking about since 2005. Last night was the most embarrassing loss in recent memory. Straight up. And I've been through a lot. See, being a 25-year-old fan, there's only really a couple of seasons that you hang your hat on. 2012 was like a pipe dream. 2015 with Kirk Cousins felt like the second coming. 2020, the COVID-stricken year. Head coach beats cancer. Hometown kid comes home and wins defensive rookie of the year. That felt great. We pushed the eventual Super Bowl champions to the brink. That felt great. Last three years, though, has been god-awful. It is an organizational failure that this team has been, let's call it what it is, right? That this team has been embarrassed in two out of the first five games. At home, I might add. At home, the last two times you've been at the crib, you've been completely embarrassed. And I believe the tweet that I saw yesterday, I believe the tweet that I saw yesterday, it might have been from our guy Grant Paulson. The last two first quarters, let me actually go back to the old Twitter app and actually pull up the tweet and be responsible about it. Because there are so many ugly numbers that came out of last night. Getting prepared for the show is... (laughs) It's unlike It was unlike anything I've ever done. So this is from last night. The Commanders have lost their last two home games by a combined 54 points. There's no other way to put it. They looked totally ill-prepared last night. And we're going to get to who the blame should be placed on as the show rolls on here if you tapped into the postgame show last night. With myself and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. I'm I'm very clear about the stance that I maintain with this. All parties involved should be embarrassed. All parties involved have dirty hands, so to speak. Because anytime you are down 27 to 3 at half and you have under 100 yards of total offense for an entire first half, Everyone involved is at fault. And I understand the emotion of this fan base. Because the last six to nine months for this fan base 
has been an emotional roller coaster. We've seen the previous owner of this football team for the past 25 years finally be ushered out. It felt like a new beginning. The summer was brilliant. Josh Harris celebrating with us, buying us all beer. The parties we've had at different locations across the DMV. This city, this town, this area has been in an absolute frenzy since the news of the sale was official. See, the one thing that I always cautioned everyone with, and the one thing that always was fresh in the front of my mind, is yes, we have a change in leadership. Yes, there has been a change at the top that we all have been begging for. But that that doesn't necessarily guarantee the product on the field changing. And as we've seen through the first five weeks, this group, I'll be honest with you, I don't know who the hell this team is. Is, is. is the real version of the Commanders the one we saw last night? Down 27-3 to the Woeful Bears? Or is the real version of the Washington Commanders the group I saw this past Sunday at Lincoln Financial put the defending NFC champions on the ropes? Which version of this team is real? Because the sooner we find that out, the less stress I'll have. The less angry this town will be. Because the one thing that I know we can all get with, if this group was to just bottom out and be bad enough to end up with a top five pick in a draft where you have generational talent at the quarterback position, I think 95% of this fan base would be right on board with that. The opportunity to get in the Caleb Williams sweepstake. The opportunity to get your hands on Shador Sanders or Drake May or Michael Penix. You go down the list, everyone knows this is a generational quarterback class. So if this group was to just bottom out, I think we'd all be fine with it. What I think a lot of us are frustrated with is that this year is all too similar to years past. For the past 20-plus years, this group has been stuck in mediocrity. Stuck right in the middle. It's the worst place to be in all of professional sports. Because we're never bad enough to where we can select franchise-altering talent, but we're never good enough to where we have anything to celebrate. I use the old adage all the time, and, and, and anyone who knows me, knows what I mean by this. We have been talking about fans in just my demographic. Just my demographic. For the young folks, just for a second. We have been in a toxic, abusive relationship. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. To have the life sucked out of you last night on a national stage in front of the entire country. All week, All week, the conversation was about how Sam Howell and company were going to get to show exactly who the hell they were and show the rest of the country what we've got baking, what we've got cooking here in our nation's capital. And instead, instead, this team came out last night completely flat, ill-prepared. And the damning thing about all of this 
And I'm just going to get right into it. The damning thing about all of this, they have completely regressed defensively. That's what's got me sick to my stomach. A group that you invested buku resources on, buku capital, seven first-round picks in your starting lineup. Yet this is the performance. This is the performance that we've that we've been subject to. The first month of the season defensively has been a joke, and I'm really starting to question straight up whether or not this is just a bad game, or whether or not this is just a bad football team. At what point are we going to have real answers? I'm tired of tippy-toeing around the uncomfortable and awkward questions. Somebody step up on this defense. They had a golden opportunity last night served up on a damn silver platter, and they completely blew it. I didn't think it was possible. I genuinely did not think it was possible. How do you come out flat at home? How do you come out flat at home in prime time? That, that's what's so frustrating about this. Is that the team that I root for, the team that I am emotionally invested in, it's almost like I cared more about last night's result than they did. And that's where I draw the line. That's where my frustration lies right now. And see, with me, it's not just some players versus coaches discussion. And we'll break it all in great, break it down all in great detail as we move throughout the show. But to me, it's not just is black and white, it's coaches versus players. Last night was an abject failure by all parties involved. The players, the coaches. It is just simply not good enough. Point blank. This is year four with this damn group. And we keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. At some point, someone in that locker room has to take it personally. Straight up. Because, see, the crazy part about all of this, and you could say the NFL is a week-to-week business and it's any given Sunday. Bull crap. Bull crap. The team that comes out, With the most energy, the team that wants it more, nine times out of ten, wins in this league. So to have a group come into your house that's on a damn 14-game losing streak and to get smacked around in front of your home crowd, I'll continue to use the same word to describe it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Where is the pride of this football team? tough to watch. People go out and spend their hard-earned dollars buying commander's gear, buying season tickets. We've had three straight sellouts. We had three straight sellouts. I had players last year had the damn nerve to come out and say, man, if we had a home field advantage, maybe we'd be better. What's the excuse now? What is the excuse now? That's the best way to describe the way these first four years of the Ron Rivera era has gone. A book, a team, an organization, a franchise full of excuses. One thing I give credit to the head coach about, Ron Rivera last night, 
was at the podium. It took accountability. It took accountability for what happened. I appreciate it. I really do. I honest to God do. And I go back and forth on this because it's very easy to nitpick what these guys say at the podium. But the transparency that Ron showed last night, how how can you not appreciate it? But at the same time, if you're Ron, what the hell else can you say? What can you say? Because guess what? Magic is watching. Josh Harris is watching. Mark Ein is watching. You can't talk your way out of this. See, there's no cliche, there's no coach speak that's going to allow you to talk yourself out of this. Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera and this coaching staff all offseason told us about how important it was that they win this year. And now all of a sudden, it looks like this group has written themselves a check that their ass can't cash. Take a listen to Ron Rivera postgame trying to take some accountability after last night's massacre. Kind of understand why, more so than anything else. I mean, we're going to watch the tape. We'll look at what we need to do better. You know, it starts at the top. I mean, you know, we've got to be better, and that's, far, that's on me. That's not good enough. You know, it's not good enough. It starts with me, and we're going to go back and look at a lot of things, and we're going to get some things corrected, and we'll go out and we'll play football. Got to move on and go play football. Beautiful part about all of this. While it stings right now, while we're emotional right now, while this is frustrating and tough, they've got 12 more games left. 12 more games left to show exactly who the hell they are. And the crazy part about all of it, there's no time to cry. There's no time to sulk. You are very literally getting ready to enter the most pivotal stretch of your season. Four out of your next five on the road. At Seattle, at New England, at Atlanta. Tighten up. Tighten up. You all know how I get down, though, man. It's people's show. Tap it with me all show long. One of three ways. MGM, National Harbor Listing Lines, wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me on the X app. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Take a quick timeout. When we come back. We will continue to dissect what the hell happened last night. The Washington Commanders in front of a national audience get embarrassed at the hands of the Chicago Bears. It drops their record to 2-3 and three on the season. There are big questions, though, moving forward about what changes could possibly be made defensively. The head coach of the Washington Commanders, Ron Rivera, he spoke about that earlier today. We'll let you hear from Ron next as the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.